Hi everyone, welcome to the Whole Equestrian Podcast. We're here to talk about some of the theories to bridge the gap between riding and wellness. Today we're going to focus on goal setting. As everyone's aware, it's a new year, so we're going to take some of that momentum and uh, help you set some good goals. Uh, But before we get into that, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Tyler. And I'm Emily. We're here at Red Oak Farm. Um, This is the Aiken home of Philip Dutton Eventing. Emily, I know you've ridden a ton of horses today, as you do every day for Philip. Why don't you tell everyone about kind of the journey that you went on to get to this point in your career? Sure. Well, um, I'm originally from Wisconsin, and uh, I've been riding since I was like eight, and kind of did the whole 4-H thing, because we didn't have Pony Club. Um, I, I actually started out riding Western, which is hard to believe. Really? Yeah. I actually didn't know that about you. Yeah, I started that way, and um, there's some good pictures out there somewhere. Oh, we'll have to dig those up for yeah, sure. Yeah, my mom would be happy to <laughs> Um, anyway, so fast forward a little bit. I went to Rolex, Kentucky, um, with my 4-H group one year, and then I just knew immediately that I wanted to event, so got home, did that, had several horses throughout the years. Um, then I did some working student positions on the East Coast, um, and then also, like, taught and trained and all of that in Wisconsin. Um, Then I eventually moved to Kentucky because I had a good job offer out there and continued to teach and train. Um, And then as I started to progress up the levels, um, I knew I needed more help. So I started riding with Philip in early 2015 and I lasted in his with him as much as I could in Aiken and then in Pennsylvania. And then I actually brought him in for clinics in Kentucky. Um, Then when my situation changed there, he offered me a job and now I'm here, so. And we love having you here because you're awesome. Thank you. Um, So now I'm currently overseeing the Aiken operation while Philip and Emma are in Wellington with the big horses during January and February, Um, which is great because I have the opportunity to ride and compete some of the the, uh, nice young horses here in Aiken, um, which this is such a great place to take young horses out. Shout out to Bruce's Field. Everybody should go Tuesdays for the jumper show. Yeah, I think you're gearing up for the first trip tomorrow, right? Yeah, pretty excited about that. Um, and then I currently am campaigning uh, Black Flag Options Corvette, a.k.a. Barry, who's my little gray cross-country sports car. Um, we did the three-star at Fair Hill pretty successfully, and we're just kind of going to work on improving this year, and uh, hopefully it'll be a good year. Now, if anyone hasn't seen Barry jump, you need to go look at pictures because the horse is an actual freak. Yeah, he's pretty special. He's a little extra, but I love him, so it's great. I think I've laughed as Emily has been coming out of every show jumping ring that I've watched this year, and I'm like, it's only funny because you're still alive because the horse is clearing the jumps by a good two feet. Yeah, it's unnecessary. <laughs> you know, he just, he likes to show off. So, um, anyway, Tyler, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to be 
part of this crazy group here? Yeah, so I'm really lucky to um, kind of have found the friends that I have in Chester County. I've found it to be a really supportive group, which is actually kind of ironic because when I left, um, I was a head groom and barn manager over at a little bit of a smaller operation in Maryland. And I was doing that for three years and, you know, it was just ready for the next move. And I had a couple different job opportunities. And one was a vet tech position with Dr. Kevin Keene, who also needed someone to groom for his horses. And I really, really wanted to take the job because Cat Hill, um, who's like, you know, one of my grooming heroes, world-class grooming for horses, had written in her book that she had spent some winters with Kevin. And the things that she learned from the veterinary side of it have really paid off in her career as a groom. And it's one of my biggest goals in life is to be able to groom at the big events and the Olympics and everything like that. So I was like, this is a great opportunity, but I was actually scared to move to Chester County, Pennsylvania. Cause like, like, wow, like these are some serious horse girls. And like you walk in and you've got just serious riders. Emily is just gorgeous. They're all skinny. And oh, stop. I know, stop. I know, stop. but it was, it was, it was hard for me, but it, it was the best move that I've made. I've made so many good friends here. Um, so like rewind a little bit. I was actually 19 years old when I graduated college. Um, so I had my full bachelor's degree and I was ready to take on the world. And I like thought I knew everything. And I had this horse that I was taking training level and I was like, yeah, I'm hot shit. I'm going training level. Um, and you know, Every, every story comes to a point where you're like, wow, I didn't know as much as I thought I knew. Yeah, of course. Um, sure. So anyways, along the way, I did fall in love with um, the opportunities of grooming, and I've actually had a really amazing year getting to observe um, Emma do her thing, and it I had... obviously amazing. Yeah, shout out to Emma and World Class Grooming for Horses, because they're fantastic. Um but I had the opportunity this summer to groom at Great Meadow for Philip when he was riding um, candy because unfortunately Dr. Keene broke his leg this year. Um, he's doing better now and getting ready to take on the Aiken season. Um, so that was an incredible opportunity and I got to be in the vet box at Kentucky this year, like helping everyone that Sports Medicine Associates treat. So it's been really cool to go into all the barns and kind of be on everyone's team. Um, some other things I have going on in my personal life, I do CrossFit almost every day. I'm a little obsessed with it. Yeah, you've been told you need to take a rest day. Yes, which is actually one of my goals for the year. Um, and yeah, um, I'm also doing a master's in sports psychology because I feel like that is something that for myself and any challenge that I've had to face the concepts of sports psychology have really gotten me through. So I found this master's program that's kind of go at your own pace and um, it's been able to blend into my life. So I've been spending my free time working on that and I'm pretty excited to yeah. finish the program and start applying some of the theories. I know that some of the shows I've been with Emily and I've been like, yeah, okay. She's a good, good motivator. Uh, but I think that's going to tie into my grooming career as well because I think as a groom you really have to support your athletes and know what they need sure. as athletes. So, yeah, um, I would like to hire you someday when I have money. <laughs> anyway, but some of that stuff um, is kind of how we got interested in doing this podcast. Like, 
Um, we're both really into health and wellness, as Tyler kind of talked about her stuff. Um, I, I don't do CrossFit, but I am really into yoga. Um, I've always been interested in it, but um, really got into it when I moved to Pennsylvania. Uh, just because I needed something in my life outside of horses. And the first class I took there at Yoga Secrets in Kennett Square, Pennsylvania, I just instantly fell in love with it and now I practice daily. I have a uh, 5.30 a.m. routine that really starts my day off right. I always try to get the other girls to come and join me, but it's, it's not working quite yet. I know Tyler would, yeah. but she has CrossFit. To be fair, I'm at yeah, CrossFit at 5.30 in the morning. Well, technically the class excuse. starts at 6, but I'm driving to CrossFit, yeah. so. Got to crack down on the other girls. But anyway, um, and going along with yoga, I've really got interested in meditation, and Tyler also enjoys daily meditation um, and I think those two things have really just helped center me and um, improve my riding like physically and mentally. Um. Yeah and I think one thing I've just realized being um, involved with this sport as I've gotten to over the year is that it, there's so many ups and downs and so just having things that you can rely on to make you feel like I'm okay, I'm whole, I'm working on my goals, this isn't going right right now, but it doesn't mean it's not going to go right in the future. Um, because so many times we get caught up in like, wow, if I'm not going four-star right now, or if I'm not doing this or yeah. that, we kind of get all flustered and, and we're not happy. So I think happiness is a big part of success. For sure, definitely. Um, we're also pretty aware of our nutrition. I personally am a plant-based athlete, so that means I try to eat a whole food plant-based diet uh, with no animal products. And it's really more of like a lifestyle and not a diet. Uh, I, I guess like you could call me a vegan, but I have way too much leather in my life to actually be a <laughs> vegan. So, that's, so I'm going with the plant-based terminology there so which there is a lot of really good research out there on yeah. the plant-based um life like especially with triathletes and um everything and I kind of see equestrian sports as you know it's the triathlete of, a, of equestrianism so yeah that's really cool I know personally for me I actually got diagnosed with celiac disease when I was 20 and that means my body cannot handle gluten which Emily has witnessed like, before actually like cannot handle it, it is so not pretty when I have gluten um <laughs> so anyways through that journey I kind of realized how much food can affect my mood because at the time when I was you know eating gluten basically the villa of my intestines were destroyed so I wasn't absorbing any nutrients and when you're not absorbing or even just getting the nutrients that you need in your day you're really not there you're not functioning as yeah, a human sure. being so paying attention to like what we eat and what we fuel our bodies with is really what we're going to get out of them definitely yeah so I think another concept that has really been a theme in the past couple years is using your time wisely mm -hmm. and you know kind of fitting in gaps of learning and me and Emily both love podcasts and that's yes. kind of why we're doing it and um like Emily does 
trot sets all the time on the horses. So it's great to be able to pull up like a 30 minute podcast and learn something while you're jogging around the track endless amounts of time. And for me, I have a 15 minute drive to the gym in the morning. So I'll listen to half a podcast on the way there and half a podcast on the way back. So that was kind of our inspiration in starting this. Um, So we hope that this is some good listening for you guys while you're hacking or jogging your horses. Yeah. Should we get into I think we should. I our think goal we've, like, setting? We've rambled enough about ourselves. So let's, uh, let's yeah. get into it. Emily, I think it was you. So Emily came to me and she was like, what are we going to do for New Year's um, and New Year's Day? And, and she said, I really want to have a goal setting night. And I'm like, that sounds fantastic. And um, I think you heard about the idea on a podcast. Yeah, um, so one of my favorite podcasts, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, um, one of their episodes, well, there's actually two episodes. One episode, they were talking about, they went over their list of their 18 goals for 2018, like kind of recapped, did they get the goals, whatever, and then that kind of sparked my interest for doing a list for 2019, so we did a 19 goals for 2019, um, and they also, on a same show, different podcast, they talked about um, creating like a one-word theme for the year. And to me, that just seemed like a really cool thing to do. So whenever you lose a little motivation or whatever, you can come back to your your theme. You can go to your list, you know, and just give yourself something to uh, work towards. So... Um, Tyler, what was your one-word theme for the year? My one-word theme for the year was discipline. Um, I've kind of been fascinated with the concept of discipline over the past couple years. I think I actually read six books on Navy SEALs before I even got the courage to walk into a CrossFit gym because I didn't feel fit and I was very shy and not intense, but um, the discipline that it takes to work out every day is something that's like um, admirable, Um, but also the discipline to take rest and the discipline to care for yourself. So I thought it was overarching in all my themes for the year. Um, I want to be disciplined about my nutrition because I am very aware of how nutrition affects me, but sometimes, you know, it's hard when you're sitting at Maria's Mexican restaurant and they pull out the chips it's hard not to eat two baskets of chips yeah. so being disciplined in I mean, that that's just asking for a problem right there I, mean. I have no self-control with chips and salsa like none and that's not to say that you should never yeah. eat the chips and salsa but just being a little bit more disciplined and aware of it um and you know I I did kind of on the first of the year also start like a nutrition program um for some of my working out, they say that nutrition is the basis of everything, which it is for the horses too. You know, we, we put so much work into what we're feeding our horses and we completely forget what we're feeding ourselves. That is very true. That was kind of my inspiration between, between discipline. So I've, I've actually had a couple times that I've been thinking, okay, discipline, discipline. Um, so it's been helpful so far. What about you, Emily? What was your word of the year? So my word is action. And I chose this word because I feel like I'm always gathering information and forming ideas on like how to improve myself and life. Um, But then sometimes I'll get a little overwhelmed with all of this information. And then I end up not actually putting any of it into place. 
And then another part of that is I'm a bit of a perfectionist. So I'm like, well, I need to gather this information and come up with a perfect plan and just, you know, and then I'll do it. But, you know, the truth is I just need to freaking get it done. I need to take action, make it happen. Um, so that is my word and it's been really helpful. I feel like I've had a very productive year so far. I know we're only like eight days in, but... I swear I've been feeling amazing and I'm like, I hope I can keep this moment. I've I've accomplished so many goals in the last seven days. Like, can we just like make it keep happening? Yeah. We just got to keep it, keep it rolling. Yes. I think, uh, I think part of action is like us actually sitting down to do this podcast, which, you know, like this, this is a first go for us. So it might be a little rough and um, we're going to look into getting better recording software and everything like that. But um, we kind of just wanted to take action and yeah. do it and put making it out it, there. Making it happen. So, um, all right, let's get into our goals. Tyler, you can go first again. Okay, all right. So, 19 and 19, um, I actually, one of the things that I did was I set the 19 and 19, um, you know, we wrote it down on a piece of paper and we put some nice little unicorn stickers on it, but I actually took a picture of that and I set it as my phone background so that I'd be able to see it all the time so smart and I like piggybacked on that idea yeah you know it's it's good good. it's good put put it put it right in front of you um so obviously like we're not going to go through all 19 of our goals but um one of my horse related goals since we're kind of doing an equestrian podcast is I would really really like to for this to be the year that I groom at a horse show in another country besides Canada because I have gone to Bromont um but I would Actually, the Pan American Games is where I would really love to be because yes. I'm pretty sure it falls over my birthday. So that would be like, a great birthday present. That would be a great birthday so present. If anybody needs a groom for the Pan Ams, Tyler's your girl. And like, I do a pretty good job. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, some of my other um goals, uh, it kind of goes along with Emily's action for the year. Um. I have a motivational Instagram account that is called um, Monday Morning Meditations, if you want to look it up, and I was really shy about starting it. It kind of started last year. I would I wrote my thoughts down on paper, and I, I would text people pictures of the paper, and eventually I got enough people that were like, wow, send me that, send me that, send me that, and there was people that I didn't expect that would kind of want to read that kind of content that were like... I want Monday morning meditations. And so I turned it into an Instagram account because I was sick of texting uh, 50 people on Monday morning. Um, So I've got about 200 followers on that account right now. And my goal is to get it up to 500 followers. So you guys can help us with that. Exactly. Check it out. It's good, good info or not even info, just like food for thought. Good things to like get your week going and And all of that. It's different every week. Like honestly, this it's actually a Monday right now, and, and the one that for today, I I found myself at 2 a.m. I woke up, and I couldn't sleep, and, like, the idea for Monday morning meditations came to me, and I was like, okay, like, this is what I'm writing about. Yeah. Um, Emily, why don't we, I'll take a break on my goals. I have a few more that we'll come back to. Why don't we talk about a few of yours? Okay, so um, my list was varied, and I kind of touched on all aspects of my life, some of it was like small things, some were bigger, some quick, some required more planning, but all of them I felt like were attainable. Um, So I wrote my list and then actually the other day, 
I kind of broke down each individual goal and gave myself steps on like how to actually make that goal happen because um, it's that's part of it is like figuring out how how to get it done so um let's see just for like a fun goal i put take a vegan cooking class okay so that's fun pretty easy to check off the list you know basically all i have to do is uh google vegan cooking class near me find something i'm interested sign up and just go Okay, so that's obviously a really easy, kind of fun one. And I'll definitely go with you to that, by the yeah. way, because even if you're not a vegan, it's fun to cook vegan sometimes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and then more of a horse-related goal, I want to teach at least one clinic in Wisconsin, which is my home state. Um, and so, you know, I'll just kind of give examples of how I'm going to break that down. So first I need to come up with an available, like a list of available weekends. Um, then I need to reach out to my contacts, you know, friends and old clients in Wisconsin um, and come up with a short bio and what I'd like to offer. And then we'll just choose a date, arrange travel, and then do it. So that's kind of how I broke that one down. If anyone listening is in Wisconsin and interested, stay tuned because it's going to happen at some point. It's going to be hard to be a vegan in Wisconsin with, with all, all the cheese. cheese. I know. <laughs> that is be that's probably the thing I miss most but because um, vegan cheese isn't quite the same, but it's okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I've come to peace with that. So. <laughs> anyway, Tyler, let's uh, hear another one of your goals. Okay, so um, this one actually kind of ties into my word of the year of discipline. Um, I feel like a lot of times we get sucked into our social media accounts and we're living more online than we are in our real lives. So I made a goal of only looking at Facebook once a day. Um, How's that going? At first, it was really because it's just such a habit, you know, you yeah. you look at Facebook like it's like, oh, you know, well, I tacked up this horse, but Kevin's not back on his second one yet, so I have two minutes to spare, and, like, yeah. what am I going to do? Like, let me scroll through Facebook. Um, and so there was a couple times the first few days that I, like, actually clicked on the app, and I, I would close my eyes. I'd be like, no, I'm not supposed to be looking at this right now. Uh, so that was a little bit of a struggle, but, you know, day seven, and it's like, okay, like, I'm only looking at Facebook once a day, and it's fine, and I, like, feel like I'm still involved, because I think it is important to have yeah. a social media presence and everything like that, and obviously, like, you know, Monday morning meditations, I share that to Facebook, too, and... Yeah. Um, I like to see the feedback and everything on that, but, um, no, it's good. And, and we shouldn't be on our phones all day, especially when we live, um, in a community like ours where there's so many people to connect with and, and even calling a old friend instead of checking Facebook is a better use of your time. Yeah. Um, and then the last goal that I think I'm going to share is just like my little silly one, kind of like your, um vegan cooking classes I'd like to take a jujitsu class because I've always I love yoga I love meditation mm -hmm. and I think like the last kind of pillar to that is martial arts yeah. um because there is so much breath and everything that goes into it so I I would like to take a jujitsu class and there is 
a Brazilian jiu-jitsu studio that just opened right next to Yoga Secrets in Kennett Square. Oh. And they actually do a week free trial, and so... Oh, I like free trials. I know. I don't really know anything about jiu-jitsu. Like, nothing. <sighs> but, um, you know, I like new things. Yeah, I wanted to do it, um, actually before Christmas this year, but I, I got that Christmas flu. I, I got it. And then I got better, and then I got it again. So I was just, like, sick and working on papers for my master's, and there was too much going on. So no excuses, discipline. I'm going to take a jiu-jitsu class, um, if not here in Aiken, when we get back to Kennedy Square. That's exciting. I can't wait to hear more about that. Yeah. So, um... I don't know if you guys want to keep hearing some goals. (laughs) (laughs) We should move down or move on. Um, I mean, well, maybe just share. What kind of goal do you want me to share, Tyler? Something well, yeah, I'm looking at Emily. Emily's like got this typed out list. I didn't. I didn't like do the extra credit. Okay. Um, I mean, let's talk about teaching yoga because I think that's really that's a big big new thing that's gonna happen for you. Yeah. Um. So I. I've always, since I really started taking yoga classes and doing my own practice, um, I've just really felt kind of pulled towards teaching, and um, I always, you know, I've actually read a bunch of books about teaching yoga, and again, this is the whole gathering information and, you know, acting upon it, Um, (laughs) so read some books. I really want to do a yoga teacher training. Um, it's a little hard schedule wise just with horse shows and all of that. Cause a lot of it's on the weekends and it's well, very it, time. Consuming. Yeah. It's a big time commitment. Like, yeah, which I I'm totally up for, but it's just a matter of how to make that happen. Um, so anyway, that was kind of my thing at first was like, well, I need to get certified before I can teach, which I, I still want to do. But then I was like, you know what? I could teach my friends. Like, I don't need to be certified. I can practice just, you know, the the flow of the class and like how to instruct and um, just kind of create a good, good atmosphere for people to learn more about yoga. So, um, we actually did that on our goal setting night. So January 1st, I taught my first yoga class and I'm using like little air quotes <laughs> class. No, it was it was a legitimate class. What I think there was 5 of us that you yeah. taught here and um, cuz we kind of did goal setting night with everyone at True Prospect Farm, well, I guess technically we're at Red Oak Farm um, in Aiken, but you did a legitimate yeah. Now Emily goes, "Do you want me to make this harder?" And we we're like, "Was this supposed to be easy?" <laughs> yeah. It was a little intense. I like had this playlist picked out and it was like really upbeat. It was a good playlist, but like I just was really getting into it and then I look at the girls and I'm like, "Oh, maybe we need to turn this down a notch." There was a lot of flags. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, a lot of flags, a lot of down on. Um, but it it was fun and um I've kind of, I learned some things I want to do differently next time, and I think, well, our next session is this Wednesday, which will be, it'll be done and over with by the time you guys hear this, but anyway. Yeah, but. It's going to happen Wednesday, focusing on grounding, and so it's going to be an easier, 
ease your class stretching like, and relaxation. I like the so. sound of that. And if anyone is down in Aiken and wants to hit us up, you should come and join in on Emily's yoga classes. Yeah. We'll let you know when and where we plan to do them um, because I'm going to make this, I'm not letting her back out of teaching yoga. Yeah. Um, I think it's good to talk about like a little bit more about our night that we had when we actually set these goals too because Oh, right. It is, like, it's a little silly. Like It, it kind of, it felt like school a bit at first, yeah, you know? Yeah, Because Tyler and I were all, like, gung-ho about this. We're like, okay, we had paper and pens and stickers, and we're like, okay, so everybody start writing. There was some moaning and groaning at first, but I think by the end of it, everyone got into it, and, I mean, even I, like, was like, wow, 19 goals, that's a lot, but yeah. s- since we've done it, I've thought about goals that I should have put oh, on the list, yeah, right? Yeah, I would have changed my list around, like, some that maybe would have been more important, more meaningful, but you know what? I can do more things than that are on the list. And, you know, it's funny because 2018, I didn't I didn't have goal-setting night on the first right. of the year. I had really no specific goals for the year. I ended up doing a whole a bunch. Lot. I ran a half marathon. Yeah. I almost dropped out of college because they wanted to make, like, they actually made me run a mile. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not doing this. It was for the equestrian yeah. program. They were like... To be in the equestrian program, you have to be physically fit. And to be physically fit, you have to run a 12-minute mile. Which, if you're a runner, a 12-minute mile is... Like, even if you're not a runner, a 12-minute mile <laughs> very is... Very attainable. Very attainable. <laughs> yeah. You can pretty much, like, really briskly walk and do a 12-minute mile. I legitimately called my parents and said, I'm not... Like, I'm quitting school. They want to make me run. I cannot run a mile. And that's just one of the... Yeah my mindset wasn't there and so now look at at me I ran I ran 13.1 miles it's actually insane so you know you can accomplish a lot this year right I mean bring it on so back to that night there was a little like I don't want to say pushback but it was just like I think some of the girls were like right I don't know about this but then like once we got going and Tyler and I started like sharing what we had they got into it and they all came up with some really good goals like it was interesting to hear different people's priorities and um it was just like I felt like I got to know everybody a bit more yeah I feel like I all know them pretty well anyways but um it was it was cool it's kind of good team building like I'm not I I don't work for Philip directly like the rest of these girls, but I've always felt part of the family here, yeah. and I think I always will be part of this family. So exactly, it was really great. So, well, good. I think we've probably given you guys enough to think about. Yeah, um, this might be longer than this, a trot set. Yeah, but we'll see. I mean, it might. <laughs> who knows? Um, but if you guys are interested and want to know more about us and what we're doing here on The Whole Equestrian. Um, check out our Facebook page, The Whole Equestrian. Uh, we have just an open page there, and we're also making a closed group for people that want to um, be part of a community where they can share their goals and other things that we talk about on the show, get inspired, be encouraged, support others, all of that good stuff. Yeah, and um, me and Emily have kind of sat down and we're like, you know, we're going to do 
12 episodes. We're going to do one episode a month, so um, I'm going to figure out how to edit this and get it out there and all of that jazz, um, and then we'll kind of set that as our goal, but if topics come along that inspire us and we want to do mini episodes or if, you know, the feedback is good, we'll try to kind of go with the flow and yeah. and figure it out as we go, but See where it takes we're us. kind of excited. February's Valentine's Day, so I think we're already kind of thinking about maybe talking about relationships and stuff yeah. and with each other and our horses, right? Exactly. <laughs> Sounds good to me. So, yeah, like Tyler said, we're going to do 12 of these. We're committing. We're taking action. This is us. Discipline. Um, Discipline and action synthesized together. together. <laughs> Even if this is a total flop, which obviously we hope it's not, um, we're doing it. We said our moms would probably listen. Yeah, if, if nothing else, like our family's going to listen and, you know, feel like they're closer to us hearing yeah. our voice or something. Yeah, so... That's, yeah. that's it. This, the whole equestrian, we're bridging the gap between riding and wellness, and we hope that you tune in for episode two.